Hello, and welcome to the James and Kim cast. I'm Kim Carson. And I'm James Howard. And thank you to EPB for making this podcast possible. Remember to like us, share us, and listen to us on WDEF Sunny 92.3, Monday through Friday from 5 a.m. until 10 a.m. March 9th, 2022, Luther Massengill, who broadcast here 73 plus years with Sunny 92.3 WDEF radio. He would have been 100 years old. Check, check, one, two, one, two. Okay. All right, scoot up here, Luther. Scoot up a little bit. <laughs> Be careful of that chair. I don't want it to fall backwards. All right. Tell me. <laughs> All right, tell me where Tell me where you were born. Uh, I was born, uh, let's see, 1922 in Chattanooga, Tennessee. In, uh, yeah, 1922. Do you remember what hospital you were born? A what? What hospital? Hospital? They didn't have hospitals back then. What are you talking about? Born at home, you know. I need a ride to work. Got any money for gas? You give me some gas money? The price at the pump continues to change. Gas money, baby, just gas money. Oil and gas prices continue to skyrocket. Hey, I've got gas money. Shock at gas pumps showing prices most drivers have never seen. It really hurts the people that have to drive. By spending my money on gas. (laughs) Thanks for the gas money. Let's have a great day, everybody. It's showtime. Oh, every time I hear Luther's voice, I miss him so much. I know. I know. It's hard to believe he's been gone for seven years now. Is it seven years? I believe it is. Mm. I was uh, with his family when he took his last breath. And, you know, I, I think back and that was such a, it was, it was such a peaceful moment, you know, and it was on a Monday and he took his last breath at six o'clock. We all looked up at the, uh, at the clock and I mean, this that, that was uh, the time he would have been on the air. Absolutely. You know? So it was so. fitting when he did pass away that it was at that time. Yeah, and he was 92 years old when he passed away. That's incredible. Isn't that amazing? Right. Oh, I, he, I, you know, for me, and, and I think a lot of folks can say this, he was like a uh, like a uh, an uncle, a father figure, a grandfather figure, a, a best friend, all wrapped into one. I, I just uh, I worked with him for 20 plus years and uh, just miss him every single day. I get asked all the time. I bet you miss Luther, don't you? And uh, I, 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 yes, 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 and yes. I, I was telling a reporter a couple of days ago. That he was, uh, she was asking me questions about Luther, and and he's literally like on my shoulder every morning. Like, what? I always think, what would Luther say? What would he say? Or, or before an issue, uh, you know, maybe or, or or when a listener calls up on the show, and, and we're talking. My head is going, what would Luther say, you know? You worked with him for so long. I had the privilege of working with him for just several years, but he made a huge impact on me as well. So um, I I was just the other day talking to a couple that is new to the area. They moved here from California, and I was telling them about Sunny 92.3 and Luther. And there's so many people that don't know the legacy he left here in Chattanooga. Your book is a great way to connect to that. I had the opportunity to uh, co-write a book, yeah, with Holly Abernathy, uh, and you can still buy this wherever books are sold, and I'm so thankful. We, I was talking to Holly about this the other day. I'm so thankful that Luther, um, before he died, uh, that book was out for about a year, and so he got to see it, and he got to read it. He got to thumb through the 250 um, pages of pictures of this book. But yeah, I'm so glad you, you, you mentioned that because 
There are, are, are new uh, Chattanoogans moving into our city on a daily basis uh, from California, from uh, Ohio, I, I, from all over the all over the, the 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 country, if not the world, right? Right. And um, and we talk to them all the time. And you know, when they're on Luther Massingill Parkway, you know, I want people to go, "Oh, wait, who's? I'm new to this area. Who who was Luther?" And this book, that's what it was meant meant for for them to to know who Luther was. And he loved his community. He was dedicated to his community, and he just loved people. He did. He loved people. And by the way, if you do pick up a copy of this book. 100% of the proceeds goes to the Humane Educational Society, which was near and dear to Luther's heart and, of course, to ours as well. That's right, yeah. And that's if you get the book at the Humane Educational Society. So, um, yeah, be, be a part of that. He was a huge, huge supporter of the Humane Educational Society. So in, in, in regards to the book, I sat down with Luther for hours, obviously, talking about his family, talking about – I mean, he was telling me – I asked him, I said, tell me some of the – interesting guests you've had on your show since you were 18 years old because he passed away at 92 he was 92 years old still on the radio still on the morning show on sunday 92.3 is that not amazing it's amazing 73 years of broadcasting from here Uh, yeah and uh he told me and, and the thing is oh i couldn't find this clip I could not find the clip, but he was telling me, he goes, you know, I've interviewed Civil War soldiers. And I kind of chuckled. I kind of, I thought it, I thought it was. that impact. Yeah. I was, I was thinking, I was like, wait, 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 are you serious? And of course, Luther was young, but yeah, he had interviewed uh, Civil War, Civil War soldiers. And he goes, James, he said, I, it was hard to understand them. They were like in their late eighties, early nineties. And uh, but he said, yeah, he, he interviewed Civil War soldiers. Incredible. <laughs> I mean, that just says so much. But anyway, he, getting back to him loving people, of course, I always tell people that ask me about Luther that are new to Chattanooga, like what was he all about? Well, he loved finding lost pets. Yes, listen to this conversation. I'm sure you have one of these. The most memorable moment in relation to finding a, a lost pet for someone. Anything that sticks out in your 70-year broadcast career, finding lost animals for, for someone? It might. Well, there are a lot of them, I believe. But one that I remember happened in North Chattanooga. A woman called said, Luther, I've lost my two uh, Jack Russell Terriers. And I said, okay, I'll put it on the air. And a, a woman just two blocks away was washing dishes in the kitchen and looked out the window. There were the two Jack Russell Terriers. And I had given the woman's name who owned them and so forth and the address. And she knew the woman and said, uh, she called her right quick, said, Honey, I've got, I've got your dogs. I heard Luther talking about it. I've got your dogs. She said, Good, I'll be right down. No, 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 I'm, I'm getting ready to leave the house. Got a shopping trip. I'll just put them in the back. I'll put them in the car and bring them over. She said, okay, well, I appreciate it. She put him in the car and went over. Caught summer day, by the way. And she drove over and uh, drove up in front of the house. As, as she drove up, the owner came out of the front of the house, out of the, on the front porch, down the steps, heading toward the car. And uh, when she did, the dogs, the lady that brought the dogs there <clears throat> had gotten out of the car and was waiting for the the owner to come down out, out of the front of the house. And uh, uh, the uh, the owners was, you know, greeting him and everything. But the dogs, 
who were left in the car and the car locked. She locked, she just, you know, locked the car. Or she didn't, no, 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 that wasn't the way. She didn't lock the car. The dogs did. The dogs, when they got so excited after uh, seeing their owner that they mashed that button and locked themselves in the car. And the owner, <laughs> quit laughing, it's not funny. That's a very serious thing. And uh, <laughs> the the owner of the dogs, of course, was just frantic. She could see her dogs in the car, and she couldn't get them out. And the owner couldn't get them out because the, the only other key was in the pocket of her husband, who had just flown to San Francisco that morning. So there you have it. They finally had to call the locksmith, get the doors open, get the dogs out. They were enjoying it, though. It was cool in there. Air conditioning was on, you know, hot summer day. They were more comfortable than the people outside. <laughs> and they were laughing, I'm sure, yeah. Yeah. out the window. <laughs> I love to hear those Luther stories. I'm so glad you've got that audio, James. I do, too. And, gosh, that was just like, what, three minutes? But uh, and I've got hours of, of, of questions about his family and, and stuff like that. Maybe we can do a, a, another podcast in the future and, and we can do other other little clips. But, um, yeah, I can spend hours just telling Luther stories. I know. I know. It's great. <laughs> I mean, just, it's, it's great. It's crazy. But, uh, <laughs> anyway, he was so funny and, and uh, he, he loved to laugh and, and he, was, he was definitely contagious. But, we're all we're all missing him. Hey, didn't you take Luther up to the Radio Hall of Fame Awards? I did. Yeah, my wife and I, Christy, escorted, yeah, Luther and Mary up to uh, Chicago. And you know what's so funny about that? So we, it, it was it was a big deal for a radio personality from Chattanooga to get nominated for the National Broadcaster, um, you know, Hall title of Hall of yeah, Fame Hall title. Of fame. And the thing, the thing was, Howard Stern was inducted with Luther, along with Terry Gross from NPR, and I'm trying to think of some others, um, like Geraldo. Yeah, he, he was Hal- the one. Geraldo was there. He was there. He, he emceed it. In fact, it was so cool because uh, we had this little um, cocktail party before the ceremony even started in Chicago, and Geraldo comes out, and he went straight to Luther. And said, of all the people on this list, and there was only like five, I believe. He goes, I wanted to meet you, but it was a big deal for, you know, for for for, for, for somebody in this market to, to because he was because Luther was not a national name. No, no, and we're considered what is called a medium market, not even a large market. So for him, but he accomplished. More than any other DJ in this country, as far as I'm concerned, <laughs> because of the length of tenure and, and his philosophy about helping people. You remember when Steve Hartman from CBS News came in to do a story about Luther? What a highlight that was. They uh, were here for like the whole morning show, yeah. and it was just the coolest thing ever. Love Steve Hartman. Is he still in 60 Minutes I'm on CBS? I'm not 100% sure on that, but yeah. boy, well, that was a good segment he put together. Yeah, that was so special. This 90-year-old DJ is not just spinning records, he's breaking them. When Steve Hartman goes on the road, tonight on the CBS Evening News with Scott Pelley. Sunny, 92.3. In Chattanooga, Tennessee, there's a radio station featuring the best of the 70s, 80s, 90s, and one golden oldie from the 20s. Morning Drive co-host Luther Massengill. Luther was discovered in 1940 at a tire repair shop of all places. You reported on 9-11? Yes. Pearl Harbor? Yes. 
uh, Sherman's March. What was that like? I didn't get around to that one. <laughs> Civil War aside, he's been at the mic for just about every other big story. Good morning, Luther. Good morning. But it's the littlest stories that he's most known for. Hey, one of our listeners has lost a pit bull. For nearly his entire 72-year career, Luther has been announcing lost and found pets. Scruffy's owner, for one. He takes a personal interest. You can tell that he actually cares. This is Luther. For this reason alone, Luther probably has more truly devoted listeners than any other DJ in America. That's what I've always felt that radio was for, to accomplish something. You're helping somebody. Helping somebody. It's the polar opposite of what so many polarizing radio personalities aspire to nowadays. James, I believe that's it. Steve Hartman, on the road in Chattanooga. As dependable as the sunrise, we remember Luther. And we'll never forget him. We'll never forget him. I remember I was in St. Louis. I was on a family vacation, and I knew that that uh, that piece was going to air with Scott Pelley in the CBS Evening News, and we got a hotel because I got a phone call saying they're going to they're not going to air it next week. They're going to air it this week, and so I, I get this phone call from one of the producers at CBS News, and they said, "Hey, by the way, we're going to air it tonight," and because it wasn't one hundred percent sure, right. and so we just um, we stayed in Paducah, and I remember turning it on. I was like, "There's Luther on national television. <laughs> this is the coolest thing," and and you know um, they see Luther. I fall in love with Luther as a kid growing up here in Chattanooga because at age nine, he found my dog, Andy, little Cocker Spaniel that I got for Christmas. Got from Santa Claus. And so uh, that was the personal connection I had with Luther. And uh, not knowing then, obviously, I was going to be working with him for so many years. But uh, that was really, really fun seeing uh, Luther and, and, and for the world to see his story. Absolutely. We'll always honor Luther here at Sunny 92.3. On that note, let's wrap up the James and Kim cast today. It's been so much fun walking down memory lane with all the, the, the great stories about Luther. Thank you to EPB for making the James and Kim cast possible. And stop in next week for another episode. Six o'clock,